This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, this is Allison Kay. Thank you for dropping in and joining us because we have an absolutely great story. And I know I say that all the time, but I really mean it. One of the things that is becoming such a problem in our society and, and something that I became aware of um, even on a deeper level the first time I went to like the UN Private Sector Forum is this challenge we have for housing. And so I'm so excited about our guests today because they are completely disrupting and making accessible the housing market. And he's here to tell us all about it. So Galliano, welcome to the program. Introduce yourself and, and tell everybody about the business. Hey there, thank you so much for having me on your show. My name is Galliano Tiramani and I'm one of the founders of Boxable. What we're doing is we are trying to turn on one of the world's most advanced modular house factories. So we have a whole bunch of innovations that we think are gonna make it possible to transition the bulk of the world's building construction into an efficient factory environment so that hopefully we can produce uh, housing that is dramatically lower cost and higher quality than everything else currently out there. And just listening to this, you can't imagine. So um, one of the things we, we always try to tee up early is the website and it's boxable, B-O-X-A-B-L.com. Did I say that right? B-O-X-A-B-L.com. Yep. Because you need to go take a look at the videos because this isn't just some, to coin a term, you know, cheap pop-up type of housing. This is legitimate housing and the videos show how it's delivered, how it's made. Tell us where the impetus came from to start Boxable. Yeah, so the cool thing that people will notice on the website is that the house actually folds up. And uh, it looks cool and it catches people's attention, but there's a very serious uh, reason for that. And it's to make it compatible with existing shipping uh, infrastructure so that it can fold up to a small size that becomes highway legal. And that's really the big problem that stopped housing from being mass produced in a factory because all the other modern products we have, they're mass produced on an assembly line. Housing is not, therefore it's, it's built you know, one at a time and it's slow and expensive. And the reason for that, it's just too big. It's too big to ship. So some, you know, solutions do exist with factory built housing, but generally they ship these wide loads that are very expensive to send down the highway and they can't really go far from the factory uh, without it not becoming not cost effective. So our innovation is a, a 20 foot, our, our core innovation is that a 20 foot house that folds up to eight feet wide so they can ship highway legal, highway legal in the most cost-effective manner. And then when it arrives on site, it just kind of unfolds, sets up in a few hours, and it's done. Everything is done in the factory, kitchen, bathroom, heating, cooling, flooring, all of it. 
And uh, that was really the first step to this and uh, is what enabled us to kind of uh, continue down that path of innovation and fixing other uh, problems and, and friction points in the building construction process. And I want to clarify for our listeners, this is not tiny home fabrication. These are building blocks, correct? So that you can make bigger homes out of all these pieces. Yeah, exactly. So this first room module that you'll see on our website, it's the smallest one in our system. So it's a 20 foot by 20 foot room. Uh, in the future, we'll do bigger rooms, uh, 20 by 30, 20 by 40, 20 by 60. All the rooms will stack, connect, and arrange in endless configurations to build endless building types. So our system, hopefully, will be able to create everything from the little, small uh, room module you see on the website now up to a big thousand unit multifamily and everything in between, hopefully with a, a massive amount of, of efficiency, quality, speed, and a dramatically lower cost. So Galliano, where are you, where is the company today in terms of, you know, the startup to scale up to, you know, um, profitable, profitability? Well, we are just getting started right now. Mm -hmm. To date, we've really only built a few kind of prototypes to prove the concept but we jumped very quickly from a few prototypes into a massive factory, which uh, if you can see the video is right behind me here. And it's a, a really big 170,000 foot building that we have just finished setting up. So right now we have this big factory, all the equipment's bolted in. We'll actually be moving in here next week and kind of turning on the assembly line and starting to get this dialed in and, uh, Hopefully, this factory will eventually produce thousands of, of casitas, uh, uh, building modules, and we think that's just the start. And you're based in Las Vegas, correct? North Las Vegas? Yeah, we're here in Las Vegas. Uh, we really love it here. Uh, great, you know, business-friendly environment. And we are close to California. And California is where we, we have really the worst housing problems and affordability issues. So that's going to be our initial target market. We're going to build them here in Vegas and ship them across the border into um, into California. And you know, this initial product we have is uh, kind of targeted towards backyard houses. So in California, they passed a bunch of laws that make it uh, more friendly to build a little small house, a little small cottage in the backyard of the main house. So it's becoming incredibly popular. And our idea was, let's just start with this simple, smallest room module in our system and target it towards this backyard housing. Okay, so I have the benefit of seeing the factory because as we're talking, I'm, I'm visual and I've seen the products. And so you have to ask yourself about the capital and, and, and the startup cost and, and how you um, approached investors and in, in your seed rounds. So can you tell us a little bit about the financial story to getting Boxable off the ground? Yeah, so uh, early on, um, you know, the other founder, uh, Paolo, put in, you know, the bulk of the, the money, several million dollars to kind of get us through the, the R&D stage. And, and eventually we got to a point where we said, all right, we have this product, it's ready to go. Now we need to produce it for, for sale. So at that point, we started to raise money and we did things in a, a way that's a little bit more unusual. And really it was just getting uh, direct investments from individuals through our website. And as a result of some success on social media marketing, we were able to drive an incredible amount of traffic and that converted to investments uh, through our website where investors would come across our, our project um, and then they were able to buy stock in the company. 
So, you know, we do need a tremendous amount of money for an undertaking like this, and we'll continue to need more as we go. And it's just been a great strategy for us where we have, you know, all of these kind of investors slash cheerleaders uh, getting involved. And it's, it's something that uh, has, has worked out very well for us. Well, in, in the way that you've gone about um, fundraising slash friend raising is you also have these built-in marketers, right? Because they're all going to go out and, and tell everybody about this great business and how everybody can get in on it or see the future of what's going to happen. So I love that. I love to talk to people, particularly when I talk to businesses at, at your stage on how you approach that initial team building. Did you use a lot of outsource firms to, to do the R&D, to help you with the design? Did you handpick specific people to join you right away? How did you approach that? Well, you know, early on, it was just, uh, you know, a couple of guys uh, figuring it all out. And then eventually we started to build a team. Uh, we were lucky enough to have some people reach out to us who came across our, our stuff and then kind of relocated to, to join the project. So that was great. One other tactic I used that was really, really effective was a website called upwork.com. Uh-huh. And I was able to go on there, pretty much anything you can imagine. You post a job ad and millions of people all around the world are going to see it possibly and uh, respond. So I was able to kind of outsource a, a lot of stuff and it's very cost effective. And we kind of built a lot of this um, based off of those you know, contractors for, for various stuff, whether it was website editing or, or video animation, even like engineering or, and, and architecture stuff, that's all kind of available on that site. Uh, but so that was great. It got us going. And now that we actually have some, some money to work with, we uh, have just been uh, building a team. And I think it's going to be a, kind of a high turnover at first as we, as we weed out the, the quality people. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good. And, and we're going to be hiring several hundred people here to staff up this factory. So Kalyan, I have to ask you, you're out to disrupt. I mean, it's disrupting the housing industry and housing market is, is similar to disrupting the automotive market. I mean, you're talking about like a backbone of American culture and the way things are happening. Do you find that the existing, you know, housing establishment is receptive to you, concerned about what you all are doing or, you know, what's that kind of temperature in the marketplace? Yeah, you know, it's it's really, uh, first of all, it's an incredibly big market. Um, there's a whole lot of different stuff going on. There's many, many players. Uh, there aren't really any big players that you would think of as like a name brand when it comes to housing. And the reception we've got from these guys has been nothing but positive. And I wasn't sure at first how it would go. Um, but I think a lot of people see this. And if, if they're a builder, they're, they're going to see this product and say, oh, but wow, this can uh, cut months and months off my time to build a, a, a development. Uh, it can reduce my, my cost. It can allow me to, to sell a higher quality product. And people are just going crazy for it. We actually have built up a, a wait list of potential customers. That's over 40,000 people now. Uh, oh my a lot goodness. of those are, yeah, it's been great. A lot of those are end users who want one for themselves, but a lot of them are, builders and developers who want to use our product to do, you know, everything under the sun that you could imagine. There's many, many different use cases. These are just rooms and you can do all kinds of cool stuff with them. So we're really excited. And, you know, the truth is 
they're not building enough right now. There's not enough uh, supply for the demand out there. There's a housing shortage. So, you know, people need to, to fix this problem. And I think we have a welcomed solution. So let's switch and talk about advice for other company founders and business builders out there. Um, what would you say are some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned as you've gone along the way building Boxable? You know, cool thing we've been able to do is just grab a, a, the, the kind of imagination and interest of many, many people through social media. And that's something that doesn't necessarily work for all products or, or companies, especially things that are not as easy to understand. But for, for a lot of things, I mean, it's just been so powerful. And, you know, we've, we've focused on that a little bit and it's driven an incredible amount of, of resources and, and traffic and, and inquiries. Uh, so that's one thing that's been really powerful. And then, you know, on, on top of that, it's, um, it can be, it can be pretty, uh, pretty grueling doing this stuff. And, uh, and if you're a founder, you know, very, very high risk as well, but you know, you just have to keep, keep going and going and going and eventually it will, you know, pay off in, in a big way. Uh, if you are very, uh, persistent and, uh, you know, kind of don't give up. <laughs> what brings you the most joy when you come into work that what gets you the most excited right now oh well it's kind of being like a, a non-stop overload of excitement for me um you know just the fact that i'm sitting in this massive building right now that i convinced people to, to give me this building and i and uh you know uh, we have a huge order from the government and we're getting good press all the time I mean, it's like nonstop action. If something crazy doesn't happen, I, I start getting depressed, you know, because <laughs> it needs to be more and more exciting every day. And you know what we're doing? I, I really can't think of anything bigger to be working on. I can't think of a bigger problem or or a bigger market. And the upside here is just absolutely tremendous for our, our company and our um, and the possibilities we have. And so hopefully it will continue to to scale up and get more and more exciting. So where do you go for leadership advice for yourself? Because we find a lot of founders and, and, and CEOs, you know, you, you, not that you become an island, right? But you're that constant, you know, motivator and, and you carry that vision and it can be, as you said, implied, you know, draining, but yet if you don't have um, all of that activity, you get a little like, you know, hungry for it. But where do you look for inspiration and advice? Well, so the other co-founder in the, in the company is, is my dad. Uh, so that's, very good. You know, he's obviously got years of experience on me and uh, we kind of complement each other's skill sets very well. So he's one uh, big source. And then uh, pretty much everything else just comes from uh, a tremendous amount of, of really, you know, research. Uh, we've kind of built this whole company and, and all the ideas behind it through basically internet research. And, you know, there's a tremendous amount of resources out there for anything under the sun, including you know, advice and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, channels you're, you're interested in and, and all kind of stuff. Last question before we, we start to close out. And that's, you know, what you're building. And, and whenever I talk to people who are in the manufacturing type of space, we talk a lot about the importance of, of patents and copyrights and, and all of those, those pieces. Um, have, can you tell us a little bit about your patent journey? Yeah. Um, so, we kind of have a little advantage there because, uh, you know, Paolo, the other co-founder, he had a background in intellectual property licensing, where mm -hmm. for the past 30 years, he had a business that was invent stuff, patent it, and, and sell the patent. So 
you know, pretty good at creating very defendable patents. And so we're building up a, a massive portfolio here for Boxable. We're patenting everything under the sun. You know, we've probably got over 20 filings by now. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's going to put us in a, a very strong position. Uh, but, you know, pr protecting a, a company is about, about more than just that. And I think we have other stuff going for us too, which is building a very strong brand and, um, you know, a certain amount of, of secret sauce that people are not going to be able to figure out uh, for looking, looking from the outside and, um, you know, uh, gaining really tremendous momentum. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping by the time anyone takes us seriously, we'll be uh, very far ahead. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and, and, and sharing all these tidbits of wisdom for us. If people want to find out more or connect with you, where should they go? Yeah, please go to uh, boxable.com, check out the website, check out our YouTube channel, our other social media channels. We're posting uh, constant updates as we go through this process. So you're going to be able to watch what we do live on, on social media, uh, basically. And you can always email us as well. Uh, hello at Boxable, and we'll reply pretty fast. And I got to say to our listeners, the videos are addictive. They really, they are. And, it, and as you keep doing more, I, I think it's going to be, you know, more of, I've got to see this. I've got to watch this because again, these are, these are beautiful interiors, functional interiors. And, um, and I'm so excited and so grateful that you, you came on the program today. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So for our listeners, um, if you loved this story, I also want to share with you um, that I have my recent book, Build Your Brand, Make Business Happen in a Global Economy, and it's on Amazon. And there are wonderful founder stories in that book, as well as tips on how to set up your right business ecosystem, or as Galliano says, your secret sauce for your company. Um, so check that out. If there is another disruptive CEO that you think I should speak to, please send me a note at connect at allisonksummers.com. Until then, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Galliano, thank you one last time. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.